The risks are great, but the rewards could be so much greater. And that is the quote of the day. The quote of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton at SeanCroxton.com. Today's episode is brought to you by the Jerf Bar. Clean eating never tasted so good. Available over at JerfBar.com. Today's featured speaker is Debbie Silber. This, this talk, I think you should listen to several times because the message and the information is so important because she's talking about self-sabotage, something that we do to ourselves all of the time, over and over and over again. We set the resolution. We set the goal. We decide on the big project. And then we get started. And then we stop. And then we start again. And then we stop. And then we start again. And then we somehow forget about it. And here's the thing about it. What we need to understand is that these feelings that we have when we make a decision about creating something new in our lives, the feeling of insecurity, of unsafety, of fear, These are all perfectly normal. So when you feel it, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. That's what we tend to do. We say, oh, I I started that and I tried and it didn't work out because I was feeling this way. It just didn't feel right. And and that's just what happens. And we attribute that again to something being wrong with us. Nothing is wrong with you. It happens to everybody. It's a trip. I've been reading this book called Your Brain and Business by Dr. Serini Pillay. He's the man. And he says that these feelings of cognitive dissonance, this revolt by the ego and the brain, because the ego loves the status quo. The ego does not like to change because the ego always thinks it's right. It always wants to be comfortable. And so when you say, hey, we're going to make a change, the ego goes, no, 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 no. Because if we change, it's going to be the death of me. The ego doesn't understand that. It's not really a death, it's a rebirth, right? You're becoming a better, stronger version of yourself. But here's the thing I learned from Pelé's book is that Feeling these feelings of cognitive dissonance, the insecurity, the unsafety, the fear, the uncertainty, they're what activate the left prefrontal cortex. They activate a part of your brain that is totally necessary for making a commitment to what you want to do, to what you want to create. And so if you don't feel those feelings, you can't have the commitment. It's part of the game. And so we have to be ready to feel those feelings because if we don't, we don't grow. We don't create anything new. We just end up in this constant cycle of start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. And then we look back and we go, ah, I didn't do it. It wasn't meant to be. How unsatisfying a life that has to be. Here's Debbie. So what's really going on when you want more money, success, health, fulfillment, and it's just not showing up? I mean, sure, it can be due to a lack of focus or strategy or some bad habits, but in my work, which is getting people to their physical, mental, and emotional best, I found very often it's something so much more protective, primal, and subconscious, which I'll explain using three clients whose names I've changed. Let's start with Claire, CEO, top of her field. She's been climbing the corporate ladder for 25 years. Eats, lives, breathes her work. 
And one day, she feels a restlessness. She can't quite put her finger on it. So she decides to relieve some stress by going back to the gym. And after a few weeks, she's got lots more energy, lots more clarity. And this is when it hits her, how unfulfilling it's been to climb the corporate ladder in a field she chose just to please her parents. She starts dreading going to work. Questions come up, like, well, what else would I do? This is all I've ever known. I've given up everything for this. Now what? Too confronting. It's too overwhelming. So she doesn't even realize she's doing it, but she stops going to the gym and sabotages her success. Next, take Margot, who for the last 10 years has been balancing her job, her marriage, her kids. She's exhausted. She gets up early to go to work, get everyone ready for their day, goes to work, comes home, makes dinner, cleans up, and passes by her husband to crash in bed as he's just sitting there watching TV on the living room couch. She feels so empty, overweight, overwhelmed, exhausted, unhappy, unfulfilled. So she decides to start eating a little bit healthier to get her energy back up, get the weight off. She cuts out the sugar and her afternoon lattes. After a couple of weeks, her clothes are fitting much better. She's got lots more energy. And this is when it hits her that the lack of confidence she had with the extra weight on had her play small. She settled for a job she never liked. She also realizes she's grown apart from her husband. She's feeling things like, is this all there is? I feel so unloved. I feel so unappreciated. She's worried if she keeps feeling these things, will she want to leave her job? Will she want to leave her husband? It's too big of a risk. It's too scary. So she doesn't even realize why she's doing it. She goes back to the sugar and the lattes and sabotages her success. And finally, take Greg who for the last 20 years has been meeting up with his buddies every week, where they get together, grab a beer, and complain about their jobs and their wives. And one day it hits him. You know, there's got to be something more than this. So Greg decides to do some personal development work. He starts watching a few TED Talks. <laughs> and after a couple of weeks, he's becoming inspired. Well, he's learning how he's growing, and he realizes, you know, it's not fun to complain about his job anymore especially without a plan to do something about it. When he sees his friends, of course he wants to talk to them about it. He's all lit up. He wants to share what he's learning. Secretly, he's hoping to inspire them too. Instead, they just make fun of him and his new ways. As they do, this is when Greg realizes he's outgrown them. He has less and less in common with them, and he feels torn. He'd have to explain way too much if he stops meeting up with them each week. So he doesn't even realize why he's doing it but he stops with all the personal development work. And when he meets up with them now, he's drinking more than he was before, sabotaging his success. So why do we sabotage ourselves and what could possibly be the benefit? Change is scary, creates a new awareness, new perspective, poses a huge threat to what's been so comfortable and familiar, even if what's been so comfortable and familiar stinks. You know, it can almost feel like you're facing a death, no matter which way you turn. You either face the death of what you just learned you want, or you face the death of who you've been, now that you're ready to become someone new. As if this weren't bad enough, with all this stress, you've ignited the stress response, creating this cascade of stress-related symptoms and illnesses, conditions, even disease. You know, it's so much easier to sabotage yourself and just go numb through either drugs, alcohol, work, food, TV. 
You just want to keep the feelings down, but they just keep coming back up again. Going back to what you know, sabotaging your success feels like and seems like the much better option. I mean, yes, it keeps you small, but you also feel it keeps you safe because your head is spinning with ideas like, will these changes lead me to lose my friends, my job security? Will you hear how selfish or crazy you are? Will you have to deal with judgment or criticism at the same time you're dealing with your own self-doubt about what you're up to? These are big questions. Thinking is hard. Being honest about what you want is hard. Change, that's even harder. You know, you heard change could be great and look something like this, but all you can picture is something like this. Because these changes could impact so much, create such a snowball, such a domino effect, you do everything you can to make the feelings go away until you can't. It's as if you've been taking all of your energy, holding onto a pebble, because if that pebble dislodges, there's gonna be a landslide. And then there's that moment where the pain of where you are becomes greater than the fear of the unknown. You're standing on the edge, ready to jump, without the security of knowing that there's anything to catch your fall. And even with that, in a sacred and, and deeply personal moment, you make the decision. The risks are great, but the rewards, they could be so much greater. It hits you in a moment like this. And then you get to work. I mean, sure, the self-doubt may still be there. You still want to sabotage yourself, but you push through it anyway because you realize you're meant to be, do, or have more. Maybe you realize you've been sleepwalking all this time. You have a message and you can't share it if you're standing still. It's like you're on a trapeze. You see your partner on the other swing. You know what you're supposed to do. You're terrified. And you swing anyway. Your heart's pounding. Your hands are sweating. You're a mess. And you know, you know, you can't move forward unless you let go of where you are. You're right there. That's decision. That's the moment. And when you do, you feel like a rock star. Now you're inspired, motivation and momentum. Got it going and inspiration is taking over. You realize you just burst right through your comfort zone where life begins. It's the ultimate drug because you're high in your own growth. The impact is having on you, those around you, and it fuels you even further. See, now you're not afraid of looking good. Now looking good supports what you're up to. Now you sound different, sounding more confident, empowered, inspired. Now you have more energy because you're being fueled by your own idea, by your own mission, by your own potential. You realize you could do great things. You realize you have something important to contribute. You realize you can make a difference and you love who you're becoming once you learn to kick that sabotage to the curb. And if you ask me, that's an idea worth spreading. Thank you. 
All right, my friends, that was Debbie Silber. Her website is debbiesilber.com. You can find that talk on YouTube. It's called Stop Sabotaging Yourself. It's a TEDx talk, so look that thing up. And I will see you tomorrow. You have a happy Tuesday. Peace. Thank you.